Welcome to another episode of the Moments with Raquel podcast. I am your host Raquel and it is my pleasure, utmost pleasure to welcome you to this episode of this podcast. If you're a first time listener, you're very, very welcome and I hope you stick around for a very long time. Okay, this this podcast is such an exciting thing, yeah, and it will be really great to be a part of it. Okay, so without wasting any time, I'm going to head straight into our topic for today. But before I do that, um, quick recap. Now, last week, I talked about being emotionally dependent on your partner and how detrimental that can be to your relationship. I know I kind of spoke more about the women, but I would very much like to reiterate that emotional dependency is not solely a feminine flaw. Okay, there are men who are also very dependent on their partners too. Um, of course, you can go back to listen to the episode over and over again so you um, get the message I was trying to pass across. Um, okay, so for today, I'll be talking about what I term the absent partner. Yes, the absent partner or better put, the emotionally unavailable partner. The absent partner or the emotionally unavailable partner. Now, the concept is as, is as simple as the terms I'm using right now. The emotionally unavailable partner is a partner that is unavailable emotionally. There's no big English to speak there. It's just as, as direct as it sounds. Now, in other words, you want to connect but your partner feels far away. In this situation, what can you do? Put a pin on that. Now, imagine this scenario. You go out on a drive with your boo and you come back after an hour without a word being exchanged between you two. Now, that would be so boring and so disappointing to the point where you swear that, okay, you love him. You, you never want to go out with him or with her. If this is how you feel often with your partner, then... It means he or she could be an emotionally unavailable person. In the simplest of terms, emotionally unavailable people are perfectly normal individuals who are unable to, you know, divulge their deepest emotions to anybody. They are rarely interested in matters of love or sharing their feelings with someone. They may demand attention but will perpetually be unwilling or incapable of creating an emotional bond with another person. This is this is not pretty. Okay. Now it is difficult to identify, or not so difficult actually, to identify someone who is emotionally unavailable. What makes it difficult though is that outwardly the person may seem caring and affectionate sometimes, but might develop cold feet when he or she now has to share their emotions on a deeper level. Now, I'll explain the the trait of an emotionally unavailable person and how you can deal with one. Now, also, this will help you, you know, do some introspection, you know, some personal thinking to know if you are also emotionally unavailable. For instance, You've had a hard day 
but you hesitate to tell your partner about it or maybe something even good happens to you but you are struggling to share it with your partner maybe because of what their reaction is going to be so you just kind of keep it to yourself or you try to start a conversation but they don't seem to have anything to say or they are not even listening you know or maybe they are carried away with something and they just pay you no mind yeah now when you tell them how you're feeling they are dismissive it's it's also a, a, a kind of emotional abuse you know the person makes you feel like okay you're not making sense even when you are like they just even though you're not making sense your partner should be able to listen to you every point in time yeah but they are just dismissive of whatever it is you have to say now these are all qualities that people use to describe an emotionally unavailable partner in simple terms it is a truly lonely predicament like being in a relationship with someone but you're alone i mean if you're single and alone is different it's even more bearable than when you are in a relationship quote and unquote and you're still lonely it's really a very painful experience in a relationship okay partners end up feeling quite isolated from each other and they're lonely and at this point now they kind of look elsewhere for emotional support this is a topic for another day because they um, i say this because one way or the other this leads to cheating but like i said story for another day now and the sad thing is that while you're trying to draw your partner in it often pushes them farther away which is exactly the opposite of the goal you have in mind okay so now let me talk about the types of unavailability there are two types of unavailability the temporary and the chronic now let me briefly explain this to you emotional temporary emotional unavailability happens when a person is unable to open up you know due to a reason that holds him back for instance people who are highly ambitious and want to achieve a certain rank or position they may not be willing to commit until they achieve their dreams now let me put this in nigerian terms baba the hustle and we are thank god for the times we are in right now babe to the hustle Okay so for people who are very in quote career driven or you know maybe they're just pursuing something at a particular time they may not be able to be emotionally available to their partner now that's temporary on the other hand there are people who are emotionally scarred you know following maybe a divorce or a bad relationship a previously bad relationship now when they don't have an issue committing to another person or to another relationship it becomes very very difficult for them now all of this makes it like i said difficult to know if the problem is just a passing phase or a chronic one so you need to know your partner well enough to know if this person is just temporarily unavailable or well the other one so what can you do if you feel like you're not as close as you once were with your partner or what do you do when your partner is emotionally unavailable number 1 know that emotions are about connection not action let me explain 
A lot of people who are feeling disconnected think that small actions will fill the void that they are feeling. For instance, uh, Ruan may say, okay, if he can just take out the trash, or a guy might say, okay, if, if she can just, you know, be more attentive to my needs. But psychologists say that this is often a mistake. Doing practical things like maybe taking out the trash or um, being more attentive, those doesn't, uh, or those don't work with the, without the emotional component. It's like putting the cart before the horse. Now, to connect with an emotionally unavailable partner, you'd have to figure out what's making you both disconnected in the first place. That is, figure out what the underlying problem is. Okay, so what is causing the emotional unavailability? A common pattern that emerges in couples is the pursuer-distancer pattern. That's what psychologists call it. I'm not a psychologist, yeah, but that is what it is. What does this mean? When couples have a conflict, one person in the relationship really seeks out their partner's input, their attention or action. Now, in in heterosexual couples, of course, right now we have different kinds of relationship, but I'm talking about the regular vanilla man-woman relationship. Now, it is statistically more likely to be the woman who is now seeking out the man to see if they can make amends. Now, while the other other partner distances themselves, which in this case is the man, the woman is trying to fix what um, is broken or what she perceives is broken, and the man is even going farther away. Unfortunately, though, the more the pursuer pursues, the more the distancer distances. I'll take that again. The more the pursuer pursues, the more the distance are distances. Okay, because they are they are not able to manage their differences and they are not able to manage their conflict. Now you have to consider whether this is a pattern that applies to you and your your partner, and then figure out what topics are not getting resolved. Okay. Now the second thing to do is check in on your partner's stress. Stress can be another reason your partner becomes emotionally unavailable. Now, it may not be because um, they want to break up with you or they want to end the marriage, but stress. The person can be undergoing a certain kind of um, stress. Now, whether it's work or family issues or, you know, whatever, even health. Some partners may have health issues that they don't share with their other partner. Okay, now these stresses can take up a whole lot of mental space, and it could be that the the partner is even struggling with a mental health issue, maybe like depression, you know, and that now causes them to pull away. Ideally, you and your partner should have an open dialogue about what is going on, being able to listen and support your partner if they are experiencing stress in their lives. But the problem about this is, what if your partner doesn't even tell you that they are going through stress? Of course, there's that possibility. Now, the third thing I would um, advise is evaluate your approach to conflict. If you're the pursuer in the relationship, it's worth taking a look at how you approach conflict or feedback. Often, one partner's feedback is actually delivered as criticism. In 
know, out of desperation, what happens is that the pursuer just wants to talk and they want to bring up issues between them. If and sometimes they, they bring it up in a harsh way or in a way that is blaming and excusing, or if the timing isn't right. That's another thing about being the pursuer. You have to be time conscious. You have to pick the right time to to say something or to bring up an issue. Now, if you don't, that is capable of if you if you bring up issue at the wrong time or in the wrong manner, you might even push your partner further away. Bad timing. Bad timing might look like bringing up a hot topic when you're heading out the door or to drop the kids at school or. Maybe you, you guys are about to go to work early in the morning and then you now want to talk about the issue that happened last night. No, that's that's wrong timing. Women, we have to be conscious. <laughs> we have to be conscious of this. You know, we do that. Or, you know, or maybe the minute your your guy just comes back from work. I mean, especially if he lives in a place like Lagos. Okay, he's just coming back. Maybe there was traffic. Of course, there's always traffic. And he's just getting in. And before he you know, catches his breath or removes his clothes to, to have dinner or to take a bath and you now want to like, um, babe, there was something you did yesterday that I don't like. No, 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 no. Your timing couldn't be worse. Okay, so this this part is tricky. You need to you need to know when to broach certain topics. Okay. Also, you have to know that your partner can now use that as an excuse to not have the conversation. Now, they might just always say, it's not a good time, it's not a good time. That is another problem on its own. Maybe because your partner does not want to have that conversation, he or she knows that you're doing something wrong. And because they don't want to have that conversation, they just hide it under the, ah, it's a bad time, or I don't feel too good. Can we talk about this thing later? Or you talk too much, and things like that. They become dismissive. Okay, that is why it is important not to think about your partner's emotional unavailability as their problem remember that you're part of the of the equation right now so you have to work on yourself so that you understand your individual cycles another thing for you to do is return to calm what does this mean if you find yourself feeling tense or stressed or anxious or desperate or even angry or any other strong emotion while you're trying to talk to your partner I think this is what you should do. Go to a place where you are calm. Anger never achieved anything good. Desperation never amounted to anything good. So if you find yourself feeling any of these emotions, I suggest you just take a chill pill. Forget what everything you want to say on that time. Just calm down because if you speak at that point where you're angry, you are likely to say something wrong and then if you're reacting to your already emotionally unavailable partner when you are worked up you're more likely to drive them away and at that point issues are even more complicated so the goal is to create an environment where you can really hear what your partner is experiencing their distress or anxiety their own anger and being able to notice your own reaction so that you don't react to what they are acting out okay now another thing for you to do is to find a repair strategy if you brought up an issue and your partner has shut down what can you do or maybe the fight is over but you're both still feeling sensitive 
what you're looking for in this situation is what psychologists call repair. Repair is being able to get things back on track when things start to escalate between partners. Maybe it's a joke or physically touching your partner, you know, now trying to be all mushy and things like that, or (laughs) offering to play a game, you know, or to do something that you both enjoy in order to diffuse the tension. Okay, all of this helps to communicate to your partner that I love you and I'm on your team. Okay, even if you haven't found the solution to the problem yet, it doesn't mean you should leave like terrorists in the house. Okay, so here's the key. Whatever it is you do, it has to be something that works for both of you. If you reach out to your partner, you know, if you want to touch your partner, but your partner doesn't like to be touched when they're upset, now you need to know what to do. You don't want to touch somebody who doesn't want to be touched. Okay. Now, another thing to also do is to increase your positive interactions. Yes, understanding the emotion underlying, underlying the disconnection is important. But you can still do concrete things together, like go on a date, you know, or work together with um, with your children if you have children, or if you're just in a relationship, you know, just do something that that brings joy to to both of you. You know, this would increase the number of um, positive interactions that you have together. Okay, find ways to spend time together that are fun and don't necessarily address directly the relationship issue. Okay, even when your partner now agrees to go out with you, why on that date? Don't try to bring up the topic that is even causing the fight in the first place. Okay, don't do that. And then, um, you should also learn to take responsibility for your part in the cycle. Now, none of us are perfect. Okay, the part of our emotionally unavailable partners to open up is showing them that we see our part in the relationship struggle. Sometimes the reason your partner is unavailable is as a result of what you have done. Now, if you catch yourself criticizing your partner, own it. For example, you can say things like, okay, I'm sorry for the way I approached this conversation. I know when I get angry, it makes me, um, you know, want to turn away. I got angry because of this or because of that. Another thing you should do is be vulnerable and have patience. When you're frustrated with your partner's emotional unavailability, you might be tempted to tell them that it's their fault or that they are hurting you. It's normal. Of course, you're hurting. And the normal human reaction or emotion will be, to attack and make your partner feel what you're feeling but you'll likely get a better reaction if you instead focus on how you're feeling when you care about somebody it is incredibly difficult to to see them saying i'm in pain and not reach out to them okay learning how to express your fears and longing learn how to express your fears and longing in a way that your partner feels open to you okay this might take time in fact it will take time especially when um, both of you have been emotionally unavailable for a while okay it's not easy to break down those walls for real and then the last thing i would suggest is get help sooner rather than later a relationship is a two-person dynamic and when one person is shut down it is hard to resurrate on their own so hear this it's better to see or to seek help we live in in a 
an environment where we think therapy is a problem. We, we are not very good at expressing um, our, our problems to a therapy. But the truth is, it's something we need. I've said this in some of my previous episodes. Therapy is very, very important. Now, when relationships have been dysfunctional for a long time, like years and years, it is more difficult. The patterns are now entrenched, is now embodied in both people. And it is more difficult to create change. So if you start to sense your partner or your husband or your wife is drifting or you're noticing that your arguments are not getting resolved, you guys are always quarreling, always fighting, always having to resolve issues. Try to get to a therapist or a counselor or a a life coach as soon as possible. I mean, it is better to have a couple of sessions to check in with each other rather than wait until real damage has been done. Because at this point, it is hard for you to retrace your steps and try to correct everything that has gone wrong. Um, So last week, after my last week's um, episode, I, I received a couple of calls talking about being emotionally um, dependent and I was able to offer my two cents you know to help people help the people who called sort out their issue the truth is it is it is very needful you cannot see everything yourself at at some point in a relationship a third eye is very important reaching out for help from a professional or from a coach or from from your somebody who has been through that phase is very very important okay now what are the signs that you are in an emotionally unavailable relationship of course there are signs you have at some point you'd have to know i mean if you have felt that something is amiss in your relationship then it can probably be an emotional disconnect from either side now, I'll, I'll give you some ways to to know or to be able to identify an emotionally unavailable relationship when your partner is unavailable. Now, number one, the first sign is your partner prefers to do things alone. If your partner never includes you in any of their maybe vacation plans or other leisure activities, it is possible that he or she is an emotionally unavailable person. Such people always want to keep their distance and do not try hard to get to know you. Doing things by themselves keep them away from complication if if things go south, if things don't work out eventually. Now, it also prevents the relationship from being a serious one. Yes, what does this mean? Um, say your partner, maybe on a Friday, let's, let's assume there's no coronavirus. Um, normally, on a Friday, your partner closes from work. and um, Now, normally, you two are supposed to hang out, but he just prefers, or she just, um, after work, stops by a bar to have a drink and chill while you're home alone. Now, I understand you don't have to spend every waking minute together, but as a couple, it's very important that you guys spend some time together but everything they do they do alone imagine you being in a house with your partner and then he or she just takes their bath and you are going to the cinema without you of course that doesn't make any sense 
these are things that couple do together you know as as a way to strengthen their relationship she's going for a drink she goes alone or she she's going to the beach and she goes alone of course that is absurd it it already creates emotional unavailability okay so we should really try to avoid things like that now i have several other signs of emotional unavailability that i'd like to share but time is against us so i will continue this next week god willing <laughs> yes because there's so much to talk about on emotional unavailability and i don't want to drag this on for too long so yes i'll continue on the signs of identifying an emotionally unavailable partner and also how to deal with such a partner okay thank you so much guys for listening and of course this is where i draw the curtain to this episode of moments with raquel okay have yourself a fantastic fantastic weekend and please don't forget to comment or like this podcast and please share with your friends and your family and everyone in your circle okay and also don't forget to follow me on social media at miss muddy that's on instagram and on twitter and i would like to announce to you guys that we're already working on creating separate accounts for moments with raquel but um that's that's still in the works but uh, for now moment um at miss muddy rather would um be the go-to place remember i'm open to take your messages uh, on my dm and your calls also so thank you very much for your time thank you for listening and have yourself a great weekend till i come your way again next friday i am rapkel